Hey everyone, this is Kurt Mercadante. And whether you're a first time listener or a long time listener, I want to thank you for choosing to spend your time with me and our guests here on Freedom Mindset Radio. You know, now more than ever in this turbulent time, it's important to share and spread our message of freedom and fulfillment around the globe. So if you get value from this podcast, I have a favor to ask. If you could go wherever you listen to this podcast and leave us a positive rating and review, that helps us carry our message further around the globe. And if you wouldn't mind, Post a link to this podcast on your Facebook page. Share it on Twitter, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, wherever you're at on social media. I want to thank you for helping us take our message to those people around the globe who truly need it. And I want to thank you for being a loyal listener. Thank you. What does the word freedom mean to you? Only you can define it in your life and only you can decide to build the life of freedom and fulfillment you deserve. This is Freedom Mindset Radio. I'm your host, Kurt Mercadante, and we're grateful you're here. And hey there, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is in the world as you listen to this podcast today. Thank you for tuning in and sharing part of your day with us here on Freedom Mindset Radio. I, of course, am your very grateful host, Kurt Mercadante. And this podcast is free, but I ask you for a small favor today. If you get value from this podcast... If this is your first episode and you get value from today's podcast, I have a simple favor to ask. Please go wherever you're listening to this show and leave us a positive rating and review. Those are so important to us because they signal to others throughout the world. And we do have a global audience that this podcast is worth listening to. And that allows us to carry our message to more and more people who need it. And right now in this time of pandemic and economic crisis, People need a message of freedom and fulfillment, and that's what we deliver in today's episode. Today, you are going to hear a small excerpt of my full interview that you'll hear in full this coming Wednesday with superstar Dr. Joe Vitale. Many of you will recognize Dr. Joe from his appearance in the hit global phenomenon movie of about, I don't know, 15 years ago, The Secret. He's authored more than 70 books speaks around the world. He's had actually 15 albums. And in today's episode, you are going to hear about something that he calls one of the most powerful techniques and methods for healing and forgiveness he's ever seen. And he's seen a lot. It's called Ho'oponopono. It's the ancient Hawaiian practice of healing and forgiveness. You're going to hear about all that today and how you can apply it to your life right now in this time of pandemic. We do need healing, and forgiveness. And on Wednesday, you can listen to our full discussion where, yes, we discuss Ho'oponopono, but we also discuss how you can manifest abundance in your life. Listen, Dr. Joe was once homeless. He was once down on his luck. He's not someone who speaks about prosperity who has never experienced the other side of prosperity. He was homeless, and now, as he says, he lives the life the rich and famous. He's going to talk about how you can manifest abundance in your life. We're going to talk about the law of attraction. He is one of the globe's foremost experts on law of attraction. He has used it for himself. He has used it to help millions around the globe attract prosperity, abundance, and freedom. Today's episode, you're going to hear Dr. Joe talk about the ancient Hawaiian practice of Ho'oponopono and how you can apply it in your life. Life. Without further ado, here's my discussion with Dr. Joe Vitale. 
<laughs> Ho'oponopono was probably the most profound, the most mysterious, the most mystical, the most <sighs> spiritually empowering tool that I've ever come across in my life. So a topic that I would love to finish on here is a grand finale. It's a word that a lot of people here might not be familiar with, a Hawaiian word, ho'oponopono. And you write about this in a number of your books. Um, It's fascinating to me. And when I first read it, and I think you've written, when you first heard it, it's kind of like, what? Really? (laughs) What? And, and... So can you tell the story of Ho'oponopono, how you came upon it? Because it's a fascinating story, but then also getting into the nitty gritty of how I I started trying it this morning uh, to lower stress. I found my stress levels rising over the past couple of days. Just, just, we have four kids, you know, just being told to go to my room, you know, it's counter to my sense of freedom, (laughs) but um, as a healing tool, as a tool of forgiveness for ourselves and others, I, I'd love to end on this note with Ho'oponopono. Well, you know how to bring down the curtain because <laughs> Ho'oponopono was probably the most profound, the most mysterious, the most mystical, the most <sighs> spiritually empowering tool that I've ever come across in my life. And at this point, believe me, with all the books I've done, the work I've done on myself, the research I've done, I've seen quite a bit. And yes, I heard a story at this point, almost 20 years ago, about a therapist who helped heal an entire ward of mentally ill criminals by working on himself. Hmm. And he used an unusual Hawaiian methodology that virtually nobody knew of at the time. And I first heard the story and dismissed it. That's how open-minded I was. Uh, <laughs> another year passed, and I heard it again. Hey, have you heard about the guy, the therapist who helped heal the mentally ward criminals? I'm like, give me a break. But I got curious because I thought, well, what if it's true? What if it's true? And I did the detective work. I did the leg work. And back then, you know, 20 years ago, there wasn't anything on this subject. And I'm talking about Ho'oponopono. You don't have to remember the name, let alone spell it. I often call it the ho-ho method. But <laughs> ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-
And Ho'oponopono is very easy. There's, there's different levels to it, but what he was teaching, what we wrote about in that book, and I wrote a follow-up book 10 years later called At Zero. So I've written about him in these two different books. He basically was saying inside himself four phrases. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. He never said them to the patients. He never said them out loud. The way Ho'oponopono works is you have an inner connection to what he would call the divine. For everybody, it's different. You can call it God. You can call it nature. You can call it source. You can use a, sto- you can use a Greek term, a stoicism term. You can use whatever you, you can call it nature. Call it anything you like. But there is some sort of higher power that most of us would agree we are of and we are connected to. And in Ho'oponopono, you imagine you have a dialogue with it, that you are praying to it. Ho'oponopono is a kind of a petition. And so you notice what's going on like he did. And maybe people are confused right now. Maybe they're scared right now. We were talking about uncertainty. Some people aren't working, but the bills are still coming. So they're, they're worried. They're uncertain. They're fearful. They're not trusting confused, whatever the different phrases are. Own what you're feeling. Whatever you're feeling is okay. And as you're feeling it, you imagine you speak to God, to the divine, whatever the word is for you. And that's when you're saying, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. You're repeating it. It's a kind of a prayer. If you're into rosaries, like I wear malas and so forth. Sometimes when I touch, if people see me fidgeting with my malas, I might have done it on London Real. When I was touching, I was actually doing, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. You grew up Catholic, so you know what a rosary is. Often they would tell you to do Hail Marys around the rosary. In Buddhist terms, you have 108 beads, and you would often do the, uh, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. So you're doing the phrases inside yourself to your connection to divine while you're feeling whatever you're feeling. What's going on? The four phrases, as I talk about, especially in the second book, At Zero, are a shorthand for a longer message. I'm sorry for the beliefs that may have attracted this event. Please forgive me for being unconscious to how I've been involved or how I co-created what I'm feeling. Thank you for healing this, erasing the beliefs and taking care of me. I love you for this process. I love you for my life. I love you, period, God. That is a very rough, this is a very Cliff Notes condensed, tight little ball explanation. But I'm telling you, people can use it right now. You don't need much more. You don't have to go read the books. You can if you like. I'm proud of the book. In fact, I will confess as an author who's written 80 books, the only one I've ever reread was (laughs) Zero Limits. Because Zero Limits felt like it was channeled, if I can use that term. And it's such an incredible, incredible story, and I felt directed in how I wrote it, that even when I read it, it feels like I'm reading what somebody else wrote, even though it was me. So all you really need is you feel what you're feeling. You got confusion right now, that's what you're feeling. Inside yourself, you imagine you're picking up the phone and you're going to call God, the divine. And then you're saying, I love you. Please take care of this problem. I'm sorry for whatever part of me created it. Please forgive me for my ancestors, for my beliefs, for the mindset that I have. Thank you for this healing. That's it in a nutshell. But 
expect miracles when you do it. And it's different than, you know, as someone who grew up uh, and, and has been trying to escape uh, what I would call harmful Catholic guilt. Yes. When I see the, I'm sorry, please forgive yes, me. That, yes, that's my first, point. that's my first thought. Um, how is this different? Yeah, that's a uh, thank you so much for clarifying that because that is something that people stumble over. And this is not about guilt. This is not about punishment. This is not about self uh, judgment in any way, shape or form. The way that I usually describe it is, well, you know, it's one year ago this week, my father died. And when people came to the funeral, they very often said, I'm sorry. Well, if I wanted to take that literally, I would go, why are they sorry? They didn't kill him. The other way to look at this is right now, we don't really go into grocery stores. And so we're, we're staying away from people. But when in the old days and the days that will return, we went into the stores and they were crowded. And I would bump into somebody and I would say, oh, I'm sorry. It just meant I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. That's all. There is no punishment. There is no guilt. It is simply saying I was unaware. And that's what we're saying when I, I, I'm trying to think of an example. If there was something going on in me right now and I said, please forgive me, what I'd be speaking to is please forgive me for whatever beliefs that might be in my mind that helped this situation be manifested. It doesn't mean I was bad. It doesn't mean I need punished. It doesn't mean I am guilty. It means I was unaware. Same thing with I, I'm sorry. It is much like if I <clears throat> bumped into somebody, dropped something, if I spilled my water, I would say, oh, jeez, I'm sorry. That doesn't mean I need to be punished. That doesn't mean I was guilty. It means I was unaware. That's the mentality to bring to those statements. And and one thing that I know that you that you love uh, or that you write uh, that I love that you write is that in any uh, well, let's use social media right now, because I know a lot of people are getting frustrated on social media. This person wants this and they want me to go to jail because I went I thought about going to church and, and and people are getting angry. There's a lot of anger. There's always a lot of anger on social media. But whether it's conflict on social media, conflict with a relative conflict, one of the things you write is that in any conflict, if, if there's five people that you're arguing with that are upsetting you, the one common denominator is always you. <laughs> and I think you've also written, when you tell someone that, the first thing they want to do is is punch you, right? Like, it's my fault, but it's it's true, right? Without you, you can't have the conflict. <laughs> right. And it's not their fault. That's one of the things we have to keep bringing back to an awareness. It's not your fault. In fact, way back in the 1980s, I remember in Houston, there was a therapist who advertised on television. I have no idea who he is or what he was doing, but I never forgot his line. He said, it's not your fault, but it is your responsibility. Hmm. Oh, God. Ugh, that hits whatever is going on. It's not your fault, but it is your responsibility. There's a book called you are a Badass" by Jen Sincero. And she's become a friend. I found her book years ago, read it, just loved it. And I got to have lunch with her. And I, I told her, I said, one of the standout lines in your book is it's not your fault that you're screwed up, but it is if you stay screwed up. <laughs> If, if on that note, if, if there's someone in your life who is like, I recommend to people on social media, unfollow someone. If, if, if every time you see them post, but if there's people in your life who are a relative, 
who you, you can't necessarily, I mean, if a toxic relationship is a toxic relationship and you may just have to separate yourself, but if it's someone who half the time just kind of digs in, maybe they have a scarcity mindset. I call those people in your lives, scarcity pimps. You know, maybe they programmed you when you were young and all that, but you don't want to completely get rid of them. Do you just repeat Ho'oponopono every, every time you see them? Is that, is that the key you put up with them and repeat it? <laughs> well, it's interesting because first that doesn't happen to me anymore. Hmm. And so there's two answers here. One is going to be very metaphysical and one is going to be very uh, stoicism oriented. The stoicism oriented one comes right from Marcus Aurelius, who's the poster boy for stoicism these days, thanks to Ryan Holiday. <laughs> and basically Marcus Aurelius said, you should expect it. You should expect it. When you wake up in the morning, he said, you should expect you're going to run across critics, naysayers, people who will do bumbling idiot kind of things, people who will insult you. If you expect it, it's not going to hurt when it happens. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, I knew that was coming. It's a little bit like when Buddha says life is suffering, but as soon as you accept that it's suffering, it's not suffering anymore. It's like not accepting it makes it hurt. But when you realize, oh, there's going to be rough passages in life, and, well, there was one of them. There's one right now. We're going through a pandemic. Kind of expected it. In fact, Stoicism points that out. It's like a virus. What were you expecting? There was going to be something Yeah. at some point. So my first level of an answer comes from the Stoicism. The second level is more more Ho'oponopono-ish and more mystical and mysticism. And that is the reality that when I remove those beliefs in me that those people are voicing, those people either leave or stop saying them. Hmm. And what that means is this is incredibly self-aware and this is incredibly self-responsible. You take total responsibility for what's going on in the world, which is part of what Ho'oponopono teaches, one of the hardest things to actually accept. But if somebody started talking, I already forgot the example you just gave, but something about the shortages in the world or shortages of money or whatever it happens to be, the way I look at it is they are expressing beliefs I unconsciously have. Hmm. And once I remove those beliefs, they stop saying them or they leave. Much like Dr. Hulen in that mental hospital for the criminally insane when he clears up in him what is being pushed by the illusion of them, they got better. But it took place in him first. This is an advanced concept that we could, you know, have a whole other show about at some point. Yeah, no, it is amazing because people reflect <laughs> what's inside of you and, and um, yeah, that's, that, that's the whole thrust. Hey everyone, this is Kurt Mercadante, and I want to thank you for being a loyal listener to Freedom Mindset Radio. You know, in this chaotic time of coronavirus chaos, it's so important for people to have a process to define, create, and live their lives of freedom and fulfillment. I lay out just that process in my Amazon bestseller, Five Pillars of the Freedom Lifestyle. And in light of this turbulent time, I've dropped the Kindle price of my book to $4.50. 
That's a more than $2 drop in price. I do this because I truly believe that this is a process that will help those who need freedom and fulfillment now. Perhaps it's you. Perhaps you have spent the past five years, 10 years, 15 years trading away your freedom and fulfillment for a false sense of security and a toxic job and a lifestyle that doesn't fulfill you. And now you're realizing that security was an illusion and you want your freedom now. Go to fivepillarsoffreedom.com right now. There, you can get chapter one of my book absolutely free, and there's a link to purchase the book. As I said, we have dropped the price to $4.50 for the Kindle version of my book. I know the five pillars of the freedom lifestyle will help you define, create, and start living your freedom lifestyle now. Thanks again for being a listener. I wish you a day, a week, a year of freedom and abundance. 